Hey folks, welcome to the first edition of our new podcast right on the website, Tom Foodery. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's, it uh, might be and it might be something else, but you always get a lovely day at this time of the year and here it is. Tom Foodery, uh, we came up with the idea because the show, well, you know, it's kind of foolish, generally speaking, but we do Thank talk you. about food. Thank you. Thank you oh so much. We do talk about food, and uh, it is Tom, so Tom Foodery is what we're going to call it. But um, it's kind of a serious kind of time right now, don't you think? I uh, think so, and I don't know why, to tell you the truth. Well, the uh, we're in Katrina mode. We're definitely in Katrina mode, and people are scrambling and trying to figure out what to do. But most of all, people are trying to figure out where they're going to eat next. That never goes away. Uh, the need to eat is a biggie. Well, the need to eat for a lot of people is just the need to eat. But the need to eat pleasurably is what we do here. Oh, that's for sure. That's what we're always looking for, the best that's out there. And since there is so much... You can just go around and look around a bit, and yeah, you'll you'll pick up some ideas pretty quickly, very amazingly quickly, I'd say. Well, you know, we're going to break the show down. Um, we we did the two-hour show at the radio station. For people who are wondering what has happened to the show, we don't know the answer to that. We know that the uh, current state of self-isolation, quarantine, bare bones, you know, bare everything has uh, ripped through the station. And the board ops who are left uh, are, are being funneled to WWL. So at naturally, and this doesn't surprise us at all, we are the first people to be suspended and uh, people are asking, what does that mean? And we don't really know what that means. We just know that we haven't been in the station in two weeks and don't know when we will be going back to the station. So we decided to continue the show here because people constantly email us and just talk right here. So we're going to be doing our own little thing. It's not called The Food Show. We're going to call it Tom Foodery. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of like my style, don't you think? I think it always has been for sure. And usually we talk about the... Uh, things that are in the almanac, and we will be doing that. We're going to do half-hour segments, and uh, the first one is just this introductory one. We actually did one yesterday, which we're also going to post, but it's pretty much me and Tom sounding like he's in the bathroom because Tom's mic. Uh, we are plagued every show at the radio station with issues of levels, and we finally figured out what it is. What is it? It's... um. Tom's great little mic, his WSMB mic, doesn't really work. It works if there is someone on the other end who is writing audio, but we don't have that here. So yesterday we did a complete show for half an hour, and it was a pretty good one, actually, about St. Patrick's Day. And then when we heard it back, there wasn't really anything on it from Tom except sounding like he was in a cave or something. We know these uh, imbibations uh, will come and get you, and then you walk out happy. Why not? Something like that. Anyway, um, it is kind of a serious time. I don't know. I'm, I'm thinking maybe I need a psychological evaluation, but I'm not at all upset. I haven't left the house in over two weeks, <laughs> and mainly because if I take this cough outside, I'm going to be 
I'm going to be uh, corralled somewhere. But um, I- I'm I'm kind of having fun. How about you, Tom? Well, fun's always out there, and that's one of the reasons that so many people like to move or at least visit uh, this part of the world. And uh, let's go and enjoy it. Why not? It's here. You're here. I'm here. And, well, that takes about most of them. Well, on a sober note, though, I wasn't here. I, I feel like we're in Katrina mode again. Uh, and the website, by the way, nomenu.com, which is what you are listening on, so I assume you found it. But um, we have the list back of people who are open and uh, people who are closed, and most people are temporarily closed. I'm sure there's going to be a shakedown of you know the kind of stature that there was after Katrina, but let's just hope that most people make it. But it is different. It's definitely, definitely different outside. We had our first meal at home last night. We had what? We had the first meal for pickup oh, last oh, night. Oh, okay. Well, I'm glad we made that little uh, jump. It was, you know, Tom, you've been eating out for as long as you can remember, right? Since 1972. That's how many I've been doing it uh, for professional reasons anyway. Okay, so you have eaten out pretty much every meal since 1972. Yeah, that's uh, about true. I even remember when I got my beard the first time around. It was where I was working, and they told me, you take that beard off and you're hired. Mm-hmm. And you never know what people are going to give you ideas of. So Tom has been eating out every meal. I never ate out, really. I mean, for uh, my family to go out when I was growing up, it was an extreme rarity. I can remember in detail every single one of those. I think there might have been three. One of them. You know where one of them was, Tom? Remember that Tell place me. in Kenner? Um, it wasn't Charles Seafood on Airline Highway, but wasn't there a Charles Seafood near the airport on Airline Highway also? It was in a strip mall. Yeah, and, and I remember going there. My mother used to go there all the time, too, and it was kind of like, almost like an, a... a one of those uh, dinners that you get that have the little pace spaces in the middle. What, what was the name like of crazy. it? What was the name of it? Do you remember that place? Uh, of, of the, it's the, it was called just simply that word. Charles. Charles. Was it Charles? Right. Okay. Because yeah, right. yeah. there's a Charlie's Seafood down the way a little bit. That's a different story. In Harahan. Yeah. Yes. But this was in a strip mall, completely nondescript building, yeah. completely nondescript restaurant. That's how it was. Yep. No, no doubt about it. I remember having one meal there as a family, and then I remember when my brother, who worked for Delta for a while, was hired by Delta. He took our entire family to dinner at LaRuth's. Oh, LaRuth's, one of the best, well, no, I'm going to say it, the best restaurant in the history of New Orleans. Uh, I, really, Tom? I think so, yeah, not, no kidding. Now, he, he was a personal friend of mine, I, I'll tell you that, but he was also felt that way by, by just about everybody else in the restaurant uh, criticism business. You think, that, you think that it's better than Commander's? Uh, yeah, yeah. Really? Okay. Well, Commander's wasn't really big at that time. Commander's Palace is, was, and uh, always will be pretty, pretty darn good. But uh, that, it, that Warren LaRuth was beyond just feeding you and buying you a, gla- a glass or a bottle of wine. He had a whole new world ready to be put on some sort of sc- skewer to hand to you, and you'd love it. 
Well, he was um, kind of a visionary, wasn't he? Way ahead of his time, including a lot of things that you shouldn't even think of as uh, in any way uh, far out. Give you an example, uh, oyster artichoke soup. This a very common New Orleans restaurant. Everywhere you go, you see it. Well, it was his idea. And he just started doing it one day, and everybody was eating it. And sooner or later, everybody else wanted to eat even more of it. So uh, that was where he came from. He was quite a brilliant man. There was actually quite a few things like that, weren't there? Things? Things that uh, his ideas that have become sort of uh, generic to the repertoire. Yeah, he, uh, he picked a lot of good things. He was also very big on going to France often enough because he thought that was the only thing that was n- away from his collection of people and, and things to do. And he uh, started going to New York and, uh, in, or he showed up in, in France. He would go get new ideas yeah. there. And, and he, he had kind of a French quality to a lot of mm-hmm. the food he did. He was yeah. terrific. He's yeah. just a fantastic guy. Yeah, and then he became a consultant to, what was yeah. it, Copeland's? Copeland's for and a, a while. a lot of other places. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, and he had a couple of other business going on at one time or another. But, uh, you know, those things come by and then they move on. Well, you know, that was my... Um, I had the I had maybe uh, seriously when I say there were just so few restaurant experiences for me growing up that I can count them on one hand and have fingers left over. I think that might be it. The one at Charlie's or Charles's, whatever it was, whatever the name of that was, in the strip mall in Kenner Charles, by the airport. That, I remember that that was a distinctive little touch there. He just said it's it's Charles, just the name. Yeah. That's it. Okay, and then, uh, which was a much more casual place, and then this grand affair at LaRuth's. And my family was not experienced as diners at all, so we weren't even experienced enough to be at Charles, much less LaRuth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I'm just sitting here wondering over how that got by me. Uh, what, that we went to LaRuth's? No, that, my no, that, went to LaRuth's? I, that I went over to... Uh, to that, that no, 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 no. I'm, this was when this was when I was growing up. This was when I was. This was before predates you. Before I ever met you. Before you. So. He, he before you turned me 19, onto the world of fine dining. Nineteen sixty-three is when he started. Yeah. Well, this was long, long. This was back in the eighties, sometimes. But anyway, I was talking about how dining out for me was a rarity. And dining out for you, as soon as you became of age and had saved your money working at the Time Saver, this was something you did. This was your thing, dining out. And so with this development... Pretty good thing, no. Pretty good thing. No, it is. It's a, it's a great thing. But this development that has befallen all of us um, is is different. It's life-changing for you. So you had your first meal last night, takeout, which you've always disdained with a capital D. So last night, uh, Mary Lee went and got smoke barbecue, which was being done at Oxlot 9 because fine dining restaurants have either closed or adapted to the to-go format. So as soon as we saw, we are putting together the list all day long here. And as soon as she saw that smoke 
was what was going to be served at Oxlot. She said, okay, that's, we got to go get it. So we went and she picked it up and then brought it back here. And we sat outside in the beautiful weather and had the first to-go meal. Was that the first to-go meal of your life, Tom? No, I, uh, the first restaurant that I ever paid a lot of attention to was the uh, place called the Buck 49 Pancake and Steakhouse. Now, you can easily imagine that they wouldn't have a real problem with uh, them taking out some, uh, some of the barbecue and even the, the steaks and hamburgers. But you never took anything out, right? I did. Uh, it was at the beginning of my discovery of the restaurant business, because up till that time, I thought the only kind of food there was was cheeseburgers. It, you know, a long way to come, but that's how it was. But uh, then somebody pointed out to me that this restaurant, which was a local, completely local operation. Uh, the pepper no, mill people. Huh? The pepper mill people, right? The pepper mill people, that's right. And uh, but their product was really quite good. I, it was a surprise to a lot of people, but they, they were able to put a good food on the table uh, uh, consistently all the time. And it was seafood and hamburgers and, and just uh, a lot of variety. So that was kind of your go-to place when you started? Huh? Say that again. That was kind of your, not to-go, but your go-to place my, when you started. Exactly. It was my p- go-to place. Exactly right. Mm-hmm. So... Fast forward, let's see, uh, 50 years? Fast forward 50 years. I get married. No, no. Pretty close. No, we've been married a long time, Tom, but not 50 years. But anyway, um, fast forward 50 years, and the dining out where you go and eat in a restaurant has come to a screeching and hopefully short, abrupt halt. And so now all of the kind of dining which you have eschewed for so long and really kind of poo-pooed is the only kind of dining that you are going to be doing now. So how do you feel about that? Oh, I don't know. I don't see that as happening in my lifetime. Well, last night we had uh, the fried chicken sandwich. Did you like that? Yeah, it was very good. I, it was it was nice looking too. It was beautiful. Little sauces in there. Yeah, that was uh, good stuff. And then the smoke fries, which if you are familiar with the smoke fries, folks, these are not the smoke fries that you're familiar with. But you know, give them a break. This is, these are not normal times. And we had a potato salad, which was really good. Did you like the potato salad? I liked the potato salad. I also liked uh, that little barbecue. There was something else up there. Uh, that we, we had the smoke fries, smoke which were fries. pulled. That's pulled what I'm thinking pork. of. They were pulled pork over fries. And then um, we had the chicken sandwich and the potato salad. We had their coleslaw, which is really good, and also cheese grits. Yeah. Well, it was, just goes to show how many varieties of everything you can get your hands on. It's the, the boring uh, restaurant is the one that just serves the same thing over and over and over again. Well, a lot of people do that, though. Well, a lot of people eat the same thing over and over again. Yeah. Guilty as charged. Anyway, <laughs> that's what Mary Lee and I do. We eat the same thing over and over again. But this was a really great meal. It was not a gourmet meal. It was just really good food, and it was consumed at a little table out on our deck, and it was a lovely time. Mm-hmm. Didn't you think so? 
Uh, what, the little dinner we had with the barbecue? So, yeah, that was very pleasant. It was very pleasant. I, and I was, uh, the only thing I was had a problem with, I, was, I realized I hadn't been brought, bringing any money to pay, to pay for these. Well, it was a takeout thing, so there was no check. The, well, that's how it worked out one way or the other, but I'm glad it did. Lots no waiter? People. No waiter and no check. But it was a lovely meal, and we will absolutely be doing that a lot more. People were talking to us today when we called up to update the restaurant list, which we're doing every hour. And um, they were saying, well, you know what? It was kind of slow because, first of all, nobody knows how this is going to go. And it was kind of a shock. Everyone's sort of in shock. But they were attributing the slowness to the fact that everyone has their refrigerator stocked, which we do too. Mm -hmm. Well, you've got to find something like that or else, you know, what will you find to do? Well, we've they, markets. Exactly. We've got um, as we do this show right now, we have a ham baking in the oven. Ah, this has been called the best new uh, uh, gourmet kind of a. I'm trying to remember what the what they uh, they all said about it. The gourmet ham, the root beer glazed ham. Everybody's familiar with the root beer glazed ham, but we have it in the oven right now because we were doing, we've, one of the things that we've been doing is having a massive breakfast in the house every day. It's like gourmet omelets and ham is a big part of that. And so it dawned on us that, you know, the ham out of the deli is fine. But if we're going to eat this much ham, what is that joke about? What is the definition of eternity? <laughs> uh, that's a good one. Uh, but what one is I it? Two people. Remember. It's two people and a ham. Two people and a ham. That's yeah. right. Yeah. The definition of eternity is two people and a ham. Yeah, but the ham we have is something special because it, we've got this terrific idea, and people go cra- uh, go crazy over it. Yeah, they definitely do. So in our case, two people and a ham, it would, uh, two people and ham is the definition of eternity. In this case, it would be eternity heaven because the ham is really, really good. But we have one cooking in the oven right now because we've decided that if we're going to... We have two of them in the box right now? No. Did I say two? No. I thought I did, but I might have gone wrong. Oh, maybe I did. Anyway, there are three people and a ham who will be eating this ham and we will be doing that every day probably for the foreseeable future but nobody's going anywhere so I haven't seen it and it's always what I've had of it so far it was very good so far but of course I just we're just getting started you were just picking at it but uh but it smells like Thanksgiving in here although it absolutely is not Thanksgiving and even though here Thanksgiving weather could be like it is. It's March and a very peculiar March at that. Although I have to say that the weather being as beautiful as it is makes what's going on a little bit more palatable. Anyway, we do have our refrigerator stocked to the rafters as most people probably do, but are planning to go out. Oh yeah. Yeah, so are you. We're, we'll not go out. We're not going to go out, but we're going to go out and get food. And then, and then have more dinners like we did last night because everyone really needs to support everyone who's trying to make it in this difficult time. Uh, yeah, that's so everything that's happening has to bounce back off of something, and uh, this has been a good one for us, and it's a natural. This is our lifetime in, in New Orleans and the general vicinity thereof, and so we're always taking advantage of that here and, and loving it. 
So we are going to be doing this, a couple of these a night and posting them on the website. And it's going to be rough. It's going to be rough technically as we work out details. And we don't really have the capability to take phone calls, but I think that we're going to be trying to take phone calls and putting people on a speakerphone and just taking phone calls and seeing how that goes and see just just how bad it sounds until we can get it worked out. But we don't really have to have phone calls, <laughs> as we've proven so many times before in the show on uh on the show on WWL 105.3 FM HD2. You know, you know what's the irony of this is that lately that show has been very, very busy with a lot of people calling us in. Uh, we've noted that with a couple of the guys that work there, and they said, you know, you're right. Yeah. And I think we're going to see more of that. Well, we're going to uh, go ahead and take calls because we don't, like I said, we don't really need to take calls. We can talk certainly. I mean, I've always said... I don't need any calls. I can talk from now until the cows come home. And the two of us together can certainly do that. But uh, I do want to try and take some calls because people have been contacting us wondering where the show is and will they be able to call in. And so we're just, you know, we're just kind of starting over. We'll be there soon. We'll be there soon enough. I, I think you'll see that and, and you'll be looking forward to the next edition. Well, the, it's a distraction. You know, the, like someone sent us a note today saying, I need the show. It's a distraction. And it really is a distraction in these times of stress as, as we are currently in. Anyway, we are in Katrina mode, as I've said before, although I don't really know what Katrina mode is because after Katrina, I was evacuated for many months. But you came back after six weeks, right? A little more than that. I, stay, I actually was living there with my son and my daughter and my wife. We were all in Washington, D.C., and that's not something I ever want to duplicate again particularly. And it's not. But hard. you came back after six weeks because something I remember like very that. distinctly the day that you decided to, to come back. As soon as you felt like it was okay to come back, mm -hmm. you left on, oddly enough, Columbus Day. Do you remember that? I do remember that. We were in Georgetown. And we said goodbye to you on the corner of Wisconsin Avenue and M Street in Georgetown. And that was the last we saw of you for a while. And you got in your car and you drove home. And I wrote a as, book. Yes, as fast as you could. And uh, made a bunch of friends. And uh, it, it's just a whole new phalanx of people who was showing up. And they were on the radio. And uh, we would talk to them. And everybody had opinions. And they had people, you know, who lived in Baton Rouge and would come in that way. I had to do it myself because we were still working over there. But at that time, I'm sure it was really, really hard to find places to actually go out and, and eat because nobody was really up and running except a few people, right? Yeah, that's pretty much true. Uh, but there were some people who were taking advantage of it in a good way and just reinstituting uh, more uh, uh, more useful uh, aspects to the whole uh, pro dining, project. Dining out scene, yeah. And, uh, then it seemed like, well, you know, this is a this is how we are. Uh, the new normal. Uh, of, of all of that, there was one thing that people are still asking me about. Now that's a long way to go, and uh, it is the little 
window in the front of the, of the computer's little thing telling you how many people were staying there and you, what, you know, what the weather is going to be. Anyhow, uh, there it was. And, uh, and I was uh, putting out the, the new, a new digit every morning. Oh, about the about the number of restaurants open. How many restaurants are open? And they would uh, ask me that every morning, and that has lasted for many years. Since Fifteen, then. and now we have a new list. And we have a new list. We do. Well, yeah. it's funny because the list I put in quotes. The list, if you look at the website, is the top story on the website, and that's exactly where it will be every day. And it's just called the list in quotes and the explanation of why it's called the list is also there and essentially what it is is that nomenu.com went from being an obscure little entertainment for you to being sort of the anchor of the community of people wanting to know who was open it was the list yeah, people are, were always asking me about it. And, and no kidding, even to this day, I'm, I run into complete strangers who say, you know, how many, how many, what time, what's on your number today? Well, we're not going to be doing that this time around. And I can't believe we're, we're saying we're not doing it this time around. But who, who knew that there'd be a this time around so soon after the last time? But we reinstituted a new list because a lot has changed in 15 years. A lot of people are new and all of that, but um, we are updating, quote, the list every day, just like you did back in the day, because people are looking for, frankly, leadership. They're looking for someone who's going to, first of all, tell them that it's all going to be okay, which it is. And, um, give them some sort of distraction, which we hope we can do, but also to uh, give them information. So if you go to the list, you'll see who is doing what, who's doing takeout, who's not doing delivery, who's on yeah, what app. That, that, we were working on that. Uh, you were and I was too in, in the last 24, 36 hours. I uh, was looking at that list total and just, just as it is going up and, and up, up and up and up. Well, as we add more, it goes up. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I think this is going to become uh, uh, kind of a trademark. I think it was already a trademark. That's why I put this list in quotes, because the last list is always still referred to as the list. And the reason it's referred to as the list is that people told me when I came back a long time after you that they would consult the list if they were a vendor to find out if the restaurants that they supplied to were open. And everybody was consulting the list for one reason or another, whether you were a diner, a restaurant to see if your colleagues were open, a vendor who wanted to sell, somebody looking for a job. They all, can, they all looked at the list. Well, this is, uh, tells you a lot of what's going on, I guess. Well, hopefully we will be able to uh, reprise the role of the list and people can go and get whatever it is that they need if they're looking for their favorite restaurant to see if their favorite restaurant is temporarily closed or is will be doing to-go or delivery or anything. And the fun stuff about the, the website now is we've, we used to do our 
almanac and the dining diary and all that. And all that's out the window. It's been replaced by everything having to do with getting us through this crisis. So the list is the top story. And then there are fun little stories about who's doing what. Like today on the website, we had uh, Creole Creamery is doing something called Doc Toddy's Magic Elixir. House-made ice creams. Yes, but this is a sorbet made to soothe your throat. And it's got eucalyptus and honey and ginger. And it it, uh, harkens back to the old snake oil salesman of the 19th century. So people have a sense of humor, which we need to keep for sure. Good. Well, I hope it stays forever and we keep on jumping on it. Well, we are definitely adding to it every day. We are going to be here every evening doing several of these podcasts. This one's only a half hour. It's almost over. And each one of them will be a half hour. And you can uh, listen to as few or as many of them as you would like. But it is not... It's not the same show. Uh, It's a different show, but it's essentially us doing the same thing that we used to do, which is blathering on about food. Well, sure. I mean, uh, this is what we live for, all of us. And what else do you have time to to mess with? You know, I don't want to cut the grass. I mean, do you? Mm, Well, I know the dog doesn't want us to. But anyway, we are going to wind up this one. As the inaugural, uh, as I said, we do have a St. Patrick's Day one with very bad audio. And uh, if you are looking to listen to that one about St. Patrick's Day, that one will be up as well. But there will be others, too. And we will be talking about the Almanac and we'll be talking about the times that we're living in, which are definitely stressful, but in a strange sort of way comforting because we're going back to our roots as humans, I think, anyway. Yep, that makes sense to me. But there's still a lot of good meals to be had, and we will be talking about those good meals as we have them and hopefully have a way for you to call in and talk about your good meals too because that's kind of like the whole point of it, right? Yeah, that's exactly it. I like doing it it, as much as I've been doing it over the years. Good night, everyone, and we will be back with another installment soon. Yeah, that's good.